welcome to the quarter to three movie podcast for zombie land double tap before i tell you who i am we normally record these so that you can listen to them whenever you want after you've rented this movie or seen it you know five years after it came out so we don't do a lot of like topical stuff however (laughs) this is a rare instance Ten years ago, on October 16th, we did the first quarter to three movie podcast for uh, Paranormal Activity, a little movie that came out ten years ago. This is ten year. This is our ten year anniversary, which is a little crazy to me. Uh, and I just want to thank all you guys who've listened, who've been with us the whole time or part of the time. Uh, and special thanks to a fellow named Chris Markinson who has not just been a supporter of the podcast, but I, I think a good friend to all of us. So we've been doing this 10 years, which is insane to uh, me. Uh, and I should now tell you, my name is Tom Chick, and I'm here with Christian Mukowski. I would like to be known as the Keystone State. And with a 10-year tagline that happens to go to Zombieland Double Tap, Kelly Wan. Kelly Wan, has been a decade. What do you got for Zombieland Double Tap? Well, and the, the first catchphrase was, we're going to need a smaller shark, I remember, uh, 10 years ago. So this is how much we've graduated from those humble uh-huh. beginnings in terms of creativity. Yeah. <clears throat> Finally, a 2019 zombie movie with Bill Murray. Ah, good. I thought, I, I like that. That one gets the seal of approval from me. Dingus, you on like- board with that one? <laughs> I'm fine with that one, yes. Kelly, one, give us one that we don't like or that we don't understand. I like that you approach them as puzzles you have to figure out. Um, Fleischer's funniest since Venom. Oh. <laughs> Which I thought was a laugh riot. So I'm not – that's not entirely backhanded. But All right. Well, I told you to give us one we didn't like, and you haven't done that so far. So you got one more for us? There's four more. Ooh. Wow. Lots to choose from. All right. Hit us. What do you got? My favorite rule is hickory dickory D. <laughs> Classic Lex Luthor, <laughs> which he doesn't talk like in this, but anyway. Right. Uh, Keep going. Dumbass, yeah. dumbass is living in the White House, implausibility alert. <laughs> <laughs> A little topical. Uh, another movie, Scorsese doesn't care if you see. <laughs> Finally, for the poster, from the director of Gangster Squad. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I had, though. Well, Dingus, what? Tell us about this movie that Kelly Wan has written. So, it, Kelly Wan, that this movie is obviously very inspirational for you. I don't think we've ever gotten six taglines. So, Dingus, what's this movie that so inspired Kelly Wan? Uh, well, this week we saw Zombieland colon double tap. Mm-hmm. So that's Zombieland one word colon double tap two words. A 2019 American action comedy horror sequel anniversary movie about law and murder. Oh, it was their 10-year anniversary too, wasn't it? Eh, that's not fair. Yep, that's right. Uh, It was directed by Ruben Fleischer (laughs) and written by Dave Callahan, Rhett Reese, and Paul Wernick. It stars Woody Harrelson, Jesse Eisenberg, Emma Stone... Abigail Breslin, Zoe Deutsch, Avon Jogia, uh, Rosaria Dawson, Luke Wilson, and Thomas Middleditch. Zombieland colon double tap is rated R. What? what? There's no call for that. Dingus, what does well, the MPAA have to say for themselves? It's rated R for bloody violence, mm. 
language throughout, some drug, and sexual content. Kelly Wan, does anything need to be added to that? They don't actually smoke it. But I would say insufficient on-screen drug use, um, insufficient on-screen kills. That's for dingoes. Uh, some tomfoolery, improper use of Graceland and the Hope Diamond, and mild sequences. <laughs> uh, Zombie Land is. Uh, it opened at number three behind. Uh, I don't know what these Maleficent movies are. They're like about. The Snow White's evil stepmother or something? It's like Angelina Jolie's Sleeping evil... Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, there's Sleeping Beauty, okay. So apparently there's a second the one of those... The Max was... of Snow White. Okay. Uh, the second one was number one this week, uh, and then after that, Joker came in at number two, uh, and then Zombieland, number three, with $27 million. Um, Joker and Zombieland have a lot in common. Pretty much all of their... Their numbers on Metacritic, Rotten Tomato, and even CinemaScore are the same. So basically, the movie we saw, exactly as good as Joker. Let me tell you, wow. Metacritic. You critically. Critically and uh, CinemaScore is the fans, yeah. So Metacritic, Zombieland Double Tap is at 56. Joker was 59. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, 66% of the, joke, of the uh, Zombieland reviews are positive. 68% of the Joker reviews were positive. Uh, and both of them got a B-plus from CinemaScore. Oh, wait. So, yeah. That's bad, though, isn't it? No, no, it is. Yeah, yeah. people didn't like it. Oh, well, you sounded kind of cheerful about it. No, no, I'm just, I just find it, um, you know, it's... I like Joker movie. a lot, so therefore, since these movies are so critically similar, I am probably will have liked this a lot, right? <laughs> no, I think it's an argument against giving things numbers and... Grades. Kelly Wan like, spoken like a stuff. writer. Woody so, Allen was right. Annie Hall versus Star Wars is. <laughs> so therefore, Kelly Wan, I want to know what you would write if you were to write a synopsis of Zombieland Double Tap. What would I call such a monstrosity? Oh, good lord! I don't. The Zombielandopsis Doublopsis Topsis. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're just getting me to do the work every week. Coming up with the name no, of the synopsis, I'm convinced. If it's I'm close, convinced. I give you a B plus. Like <laughs> oh, ouch! What? B plus for me is really high. Ah, okay, right. I'm a, I grade on a curve, Tom. You're no cinema score fool. Yeah. No, that's what I want my tombstone to say. Um, but that's weeks away. Zombie lopsis, double tapsis. Is that what you said? I had a, a couple more syllables in there, but close enough. That's what you do. You just add a few syllables for fun. You're like exactly. a baker with too many sprinkles. <laughs> what? Nothing. Zombie Lopsis, double tapsis. Columbia Pictures' Greek Statue of Liberty logo that used to represent Coke but now represents PlayStations kills some zombies with her torch. Beside me, Mr. Glass is all, classic Coke. Heisenberg's VO is all, thank you for choosing to watch Zombieland double tap. Here is some new terminology. A Homer is the dumbest zombie. Beside me, Homer the poet lowers his head globally. <laughs> Hawking is the smartest zombie. There's a shot of a zombie opening a door by eating a guy's eye, so the zombie's eye changes color. Beside me, Stephen Hawking's all. I did get locked out and have to do that once. Also, a ninja zombie. An aged zombie kills somebody. None of these appear much in this film. As we all remember, Zombieland 1 ended with us standing in a field and moving into the White House. We were like a family. Beside me, Vin Diesel yawns. <laughs> Woody Harrelson puts his feet on the desk. I'm president. 
Emma Stone's all, No, I'm President Sexist! <laughs> oh, God. She, the can doesn't make enough movies, so we have to go to the can. And Breslin's my vice, and also vice president. Emma Stone, sexy redhead actress, this is my voice now. My president. Jeez. I hereby declare nuclear war on Ohio and parts of Spain. Ten years of development hell flew by. Here's the one joke that resulted. Woody signs a pardon for Wesley Snipes, specifically for making Blade Trinity. Later. Jesse, the last time you took my blindfold off, I fell asleep on the couch. Let me put us in the mood. He puts post-its over Lincoln's eyes. Beside me, Jefferson Davis is all. <laughs> Classic Davis. While Emma and I made bland off-screen love, this happened. Woody watches Breslin blowtorch stuff. One year, we celebrated Christmas in this manner. Harrelson dressed as Santa Claus is all. Sit on my lap, little girl. Not you, Eisenberg. Eisenberg opens his present. <laughs> Fellowship of the Ring? Wait, The Hobbit has a sequel? Breslin opens her gift. Oh, another silver gun. Thanks, Woody. Not just any Colt 45. Elvis shot his TV with that. Hit it on the ninth try. Where the hell did I get it? I guess not Graceland. Breslin storms off. By the way, it's November 17th. <sighs> Someone's not in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> Eisenberg reads a Walking Dead comic. So Nagin's a good guy now. By the way, marry me. Oh, the Hope Diamond. I certainly hope it is. I don't know, Jesse. Married people only do one thing. Get divorced. I don't want that to happen to us. She storms off. He claps the lights off, which makes the house lights in my theater come up. Which is a bit annoying. Next morning. Bad news, Jesse. Well news. Dear Jesse and Woody, we're ditching you again. Classic us. Later, assholes. Parentheses receding. In a car. Trust me, Abigail, we got too attached. But you're lucky. Your love interest was 70-year-old Woody Harrelson. Suddenly, they pick up a bearded hitchhiker. Namaste. Breslin licks her lips excitedly. Woody and Eisenberg ride segways through a mall. <laughs> oh, you only had sex with Emma Stone for 10 years. That's harsh, man. By the way, I'm Native American. My tribe jumps off cliffs. You're the only pale face I trust. He's like Costner, kind of, due to my lack of range. I'll grant you. Jesse gets bored and shops for candles. Suddenly, a blonde girl in pink fur screams at him. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> I like where this is going. <laughs> Sorry for almost shooting you. I thought you were a zombie. I'm like a vacant, actually. My name's where I'm from, too. Madison. <laughs> she starts making out with him. Hey, Jesse, I just farted over there. What the fuck? Oh, is this your dad? I like living in a freezer. I hate you. You're judgy balls, giving me an anti-me vibe. By the way, I run, do yoga, full cycle. We have so much in common. Want to come hang out at the White House? I can teach you my rules, such as double tap. Ooh, double tap. <laughs> you said it once or twice in, like, the first one? Just call this whole sequel that. Since Emma had stopped sleeping with me, it was fun to smell a blonde girl. Later at the White House. And rule number 69B, wet naps, same as 53G. You know, Woody, you're real lucky that you have someone as smart as Jesse to be the male lead in this. I hate you. 
This is soy <laughs> random. <laughs> Try it. It's my favorite sauce. Oval Office? Why do they call it that? What's brunch? Later. And this is the Lincoln bedroom, although he never slept. I don't want to sleep either. Whoa, whoa, hey, what? I don't, what? Who, huh? No, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> What's the matter? Don't you think I'm pretty? You're the girl in room 420 pretty. I just, I feel guilty. <laughs> she points at Lincoln's post-its. Because of Jesus, I've been in a freezer for 10 years, so we're doing this right now. I'm doing like the old guy. Picturing Woody having sex with her made me horny. In the next room, Woody listens to them have sex. He looks at pictures of Lily Simmons nostalgically. Or is it Lily? You know, true detective girl. Later in the garage. Hi, honey, I'm home. Can you believe it? Preston walked out on me. Left me a dumbass note after I asked her to marry me. Ugh. Where does she learn such behavior? Uh, er, stammer. She left me for a guy from Berkeley named Berkeley. He played guitar. Oh. She's dating a musician. No. <laughs> I lean over to Kim Dickens sitting beside me and go, wait, Woody likes Elvis. Why doesn't he doesn't like musicians? She says something I don't care about and would rather have Tom just describe to me later when I'm high. <laughs> and he's a pacifist. No! Jesse and Emma drink coffee. By the way, Breslin also wrote on the back of her note, important, don't tell Emma that I'm going to Graceland with Beardman or Babylon. Who knows? Also, this is me talking now, not Breslin. I know we sound alike. That Berkeley guy's an idiot and a liar, and all. but he also told us about a new type of zombie that's so powerful, you have to step on its head with your foot. Super possible to kill, unless you're wearing shoes. If it's that powerful, then let us call it the T-800. In the row in front of me, Costner twists around. Isn't the T-800 the least powerful Terminator model? <laughs> It certainly has the worst camouflage in language centers. <laughs> you are tempting a dark fate, Costner. <laughs> there is reason why your penis is not in the world's most profitable robot franchise. What? I sell tickets with my flopping around. <laughs> Two rows up, Ben Foster turns around irritably. <laughs> Will you two shut up? I am trying to watch Zombieland Double Tap. <laughs> I do not take orders from the beta dog, Mr. Cutter, six feet under. Get over it. Go cook your mushroom in Ogremar and lose to skate them some more. Mr. Pan Boredom. <laughs> Man, I enjoyed one of your guest spots on Boston Public, but Arnold makes some good points. Kevin Costner is ten times the X-Men. You are faster. You're a fucking choir boy next to him. Go through hell or high water, Mr. Longest Hours, or all your movies. Mr. Hippie John Houseman, I will arrest you. Your legacy will leave no trace. It's always upset. Eventually, me and the rest of the audience walk to a different theater and finish watching <laughs> Zombieland there. <laughs> Eisenberg and Emma wait patiently for us to get seated, then resume. So, nice note. 
Jesse, we're the best couple ever. That's what I meant to say instead of later asshole receding, parentheses. <laughs> yes, this sounds like the turning point for us. Jesse, are you coming back to bed, Zors? What the? Wow. Wow. Good turning point. Wow. <laughs> Is this your sister? Ugh. The next day. No. No, 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 no. A minivan. Oh. Don't worry, skis. I'm coming in the movie. Pretend I care who Little Rock is. Oh my fucking god. Emma, Madison is a human being. Beside me, the elephant man yawns. Woody tricks Madison by her not noticing him or throwing her luggage away. <laughs> or hearing it through the window. Or the door she's still closing. So where'd you two meet? We met at the mall. It was Totes Dawn of the Dead. They should reboot that with white people. <laughs> Madison, when we first met, did you point a gun at me? No, I like said you're smart. I was totally in love with you. Oh, Emma, it's nice to have a much older woman around. Uh... <laughs> yeah, recipes. Hey, check out this wedding ring Jesse gave me. It's the Hope Diamond. Look, it still has a semen on it. Uh... Can you imagine anyone turning that down? I KR, what kind of idiot? Suddenly Gosling cuts them off, hawking angrily. <laughs> he drives off, sticking his middle finger out the window. <laughs> <laughs> First man! <laughs> Jesse, look, I broke the seatbelt rule. Hmm. She knows the rules? Oh, you're so cute together. There's 72, right? Five on-screen jokes and like 67 non-existent things <laughs> that don't really exist. Later, the girls watch Jesse scratch his butt. Oh, he's like so flexible. Ooh, binoculars. Gimme, gimme. Oh, old guy's tiny, big, tiny, big, <laughs> tiny, big, tiny. Uh. Double tap. Christ, she's adorable. She should have totally won Oscar for Birdman if she'd been in it. You are angry. Hey, fun new game. What kind of shoes am I wearing? Sandals. You guys are sarcastic. Look, a car alarm on a bus. Huh? Addison sets off a bus alarm. Zombie extras all moan and shamble away from craft services. <laughs> How come I don't get a gun? You know, Pyramids, you're the dumb blonde brick. Yay! Woody and Emma shoot zombies while Jesse's all... Uh, 115, 620, 845, uh, things my watch says. <laughs> Madison saves Emma by squirting a zombie with water. It's all... Pfft, what the... Uh, oh. <laughs> Suddenly, a zombie attacks and doesn't die till Woody steps on its head. I lean over to Naomi Harris sitting beside me. Oh, establishing the zombies in the third act will be hard to kill. That's what that scene did, so... Quite a third act. Meanwhile, in a car. We all live in a yellow submarine, a yellow submarine, a yellow submarine. That's it. Wow, did you write that? I love how submarine rhymes with submarine over and over. That was almost <laughs> as good as your 1920s song. Of course I wrote it. I've written every song. Here's another one. If I leave here tomorrow... That's all I have so far. By the way, are you 18 in this? Because you were 12 in the first movie, and this is how much later? Meanwhile, <laughs> here we are driving to Graceland. Suddenly they get a flat and make fun of an ice cream truck. Eventually, no minivan, I hate minivans. Remember, classic my character from the first one, I hate minivans and zombies. <laughs> minivans, oh. They drive around. In the back seat, Madison eats from a bag of screws. I've always wanted to start a business where strangers drive strangers for money, and if they try to murder you, you get they get only like three points from you. Also, frisbees? She throws up. 
Jesse Shooter. <laughs> Maybe she'll pull through. She does yoga. She may not turn into a zombie. Oh, she's turning into a zombie? I mean, you always say take no chances. Okay, who wants to do the honors? I don't want to be selfish. Guys, come on. She's awesome still. Madison throws up on them one by one, then runs off giggling. Jesse, if you love something, shoot it in the face. Jesse sighs. First Amber heard, now this. Work, work, work. <laughs> Jesse leaves. After a gunshot in the forest, Emma dubs Madison's stuff out of the car. We'll miss you, uh... Uh... Madison, she was a complex person. She liked rainbows. No, I'm complex. I want to find my sister. Nah, 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 sister. Good. Good. Great. Great. Woody sighs. First Sam and Diane, then Sam and Rebecca, now this. Later. <laughs> Turning into Madison. Yay, Graceland! <laughs> oh no, the lights aren't on! Later, er. Here we are inside a random building somewhere else. Oh, look, a <laughs> pair of shoes! Jesse puts the shoes on Woody's feet. Woody gets bored and starts playing piano. Suddenly, Rosario Dawson attacks them. <laughs> Everybody points guns at each other, then doesn't. <laughs> Rosario's all, boy, I almost murdered you. Murdered? Yeah, you know, did a stunt casting cameo in a zombie movie. It's almost as bad as getting Munson. Munson? You know, play a one-handed bowler in a Fairly Brothers movie. Have the whole world at your feet, and then... Anyway, if I ever found out who killed Bill Murray, he's a dead man. Beside me, Zack Schneider's all, I can't wait to see how that pays off. Meanwhile, Woody romances Rosario. My mama took me to see Elvis when I was 10, and I went to a library, and my friend tapped his pencil, so I sang uh, a hound dog, and then the hottest girl in school kissed the pencil. Wow, I feel jealous of it. <laughs> Later. Look, Rosario, I just dressed as Elvis, and I'm standing on your bed. Suddenly, Luke Wilson shows up in a monster truck with Thomas Middleditch and runs over Woody's minivan. My name in this is Owen Wilson's brother. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Thomas Middleditch. Uh, I hope you guys are also into the lifestyle. I'm the gas. My wife's the brakes. I, too, have guidelines for staying alive. One is teamwork. Guidelines? I have rules. Number one, cardio. Oh, that's, that's my number 29. I thought your 29 was world is your bathroom. Nope, that's number 12. My number 18's limber up. Mine's warm up, so my 68 sunscreen, obviously. Number two's double tap, or poo, and my favorite movie's Fantasia. <laughs> And I played Lex Luthor <laughs> in a Zack Snyder movie. <laughs> By the way, this hat cuts off my circulation. To your vagina. Your vagina. Beside me, Tom Cruise and Henry Cavill yawn. <laughs> <laughs> so now there's two everybody but me. Uh, what's up with that? Suddenly, some zombies show up and start eating the truck. We'll handle this. Hasta la vista, baby. That's how robots talk to each other, according to James Cameron. Luke Wilson and Middleditch go outside and get jumped on by zombies, while everyone else stays inside and watches curiously. <laughs> Anyone else find them uniquely annoying? Uniquely? No. Later. Okay, this Polaroid of Middleditch he sneezed on is almost dry. Rosario Dawson's all. By the way, you guys are zombies. Middleditch and Luke Wilson attack Jesse and Woody while Emma and Rosario watch curiously. Meanwhile, an Italian man in Italy laboriously destroys a national monument. <laughs> and then swears at it. Later, he hates that tower. 
Later, they all watch Woody drive the monster truck poorly because he forgets how brakes and steering wheels work. (laughs) (laughs) Beside me, Mr. Glass is all, Classic Harrelson! Woody kicks a car's side mirrors so they leave. They drive around. Do I ever get any in this? I can't believe I'm saying this, but I miss Gosling. Or McLovin. At least we got rid of all that female chaff. Suddenly, Madison shows up in an ice cream truck. Hey! <laughs> I guess Jesse's gunshots cured my zombiness or peanut allergy. I guess I could have told you that back then, that that's what that was. Woo! Back to the movie! Party! <laughs> Let's hang out some more. Yay! Later, Madison gets in and snuggles next to Eisenberg. Ha ha, you shot me and abandoned me in a forest to die. Oh, you're not getting rid of me that easily. By the way, I had another cool business idea. Yo-yos, also golden to lead. You're the worst Zombieland female cast member since Breslin. <laughs> I really miss this. Was that sarcasm? Was it? <laughs> Why don't we all just move to an island? Later. By the way, I thought Portishead was pronounced Portishead. Although, my favorite musician is Pete Townshend. In the back seat of Sleeping Madison keeps resting her sleeping vagina and boobs on Woody, much to his annoyance. He likes the dark meat. Emma and I were meant to be together. Couldn't Madison have gone back to her mall fridge? Maybe iced up her nipples. Oh, I think that's supposed to be in VO, Jesse. Look, guys, a sign that says Babylon. Maybe Breslin's here. They get out. Woody blows up the car. (laughs) Oh, darn, I guess I blew up Madison. (laughs) No birds, I'm standing beside you. Wait, no guns allowed. This place got a real sense of humor. Periodo. A black lady at a toll booth saw. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, that's her only line. <laughs> Come on. Don't you want to see more scenes with Abigail Breslin? Woody sighs. Later. Breslin, it's us, the other three main characters in this and the last film. Breslin hugs one of them. Then she's all, seriously? What are you guys doing here? Go to hell. I'm in love. Bearded man walks up. My character uh, says group sex several times. <laughs> Madison walks up carrying a bowl of pus. I think we should stay. Women's suffering? Eisenberg's all, oh, I thought it was women's uh, fridge. Breslin's all, well, thanks for coming. I got to go listen to this guy play guitar some more. Woody watches jealously. That night. Well, I hate y'all. Bye. Like Phil Collins saying, ain't nothing but a hound dog. Uh, what are you pretty sure that was the Lemon Sheds? Also, West is that way? Madison's all. I will never forget Coach from Cheers, Nicholas Colasanto. He was great. <laughs> he would have been great in this. Woody drives around. Suddenly, a bunch of T-800s ignore him and run past. <laughs> Woody sighs and turns around. To attract zombies' attention, the Babylonians set off some fireworks and make pudding. I caught it. I caught it. You're supposed to kick hacky sacks, idiot. I lean over to the mom from Dead Alive sitting beside me and go, See, he doesn't know how hacky sacks work because he's a slacker. She squirts something from her arm into my drink. Look, it's Woody Harrelson's character again. Oh, didn't get to see that Dead Alive. That's good news. I like that. Look, it's Woody Harrelson's character again. Guys, there's a bunch of T-800s coming this way. The group sex guys all, Hey, I melted all the guns and made a peace sign, although I thought it was established that Woody had to leave the guns all outside earlier. Berkeley's all, Guys, I got a plan, JK. 
Wrestling's all. By the way, Berkeley, I hate you. I always have. I left all my friends and came across the country here, so I can tell you that now. <laughs> Woody unrolls a map. All right, they outnumber us a million and one to one, but we have something they don't. Guns? We don't have those, Madison, but we have star power, some of us, and tiny metal squares to hold in front of our bodies. Let's do this! The Odd Couple theme starts playing over a montage of Breslin stabbing holes in a fire hose, Madison blowtorching some scrunchies, <laughs> and Jesse painting high there on a barrel. <laughs> Finally, they put sparklers on a peace side and spin it around. <laughs> Zombie extras attack and trip into some flames. Beside me, Kit Harrington's all, Dude, that was wicked! He goes to the box office to pay more money. <laughs> He did cry at the table read, so that's not that far-fetched. <laughs> Jesse's all, let's call the remaining nine-tenths of these unkilled zombie horde stragglers. More zombies attack <laughs> while Madison screams encouragingly to the zombies. Okay, new plan, let's give up. Suddenly Rosario Dawson shows up in a monster truck by jumping over something. I had a feeling this was here and you guys were all so here the zombies would be attacking now and you guys had just given up. Hop in! <laughs> Rosario drives around and does donuts. Zombie teeth are no match for rubber tires. They kill more zombies by driving upside down. Beside me, Vanessa Kirby yawns. Rosario... <laughs> or makes the happy face. That's not as good a joke, I guess. Rosario crashes the truck somehow, so they have to run away. Okay, let's give up again. <laughs> Suddenly, Madison drops some toilets from a skyscraper's roof that she's on, but accidentally hits the zombies. So Woody's all, I'll hold him off. Woody throws a barrel, I guess the high there one, then swings around on a crane, so two zombies grab his foot. <laughs> That's his plan. Jesse throws a can of peaches at Woody's nuts. Breslin also shoots at Woody's nuts, but accidentally hits one of the zombies, and the other one is edited out of the scene digitally. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody stands in the shot and hugs the correct person. Wrestling's all. By the way, I somehow have a gun, just uh clarify. Yes! Jesse's all. Yes, 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 yes! Well, I guess this Hope Diamond you left behind in the forest with me, you really wanted to give to her. Here you go. Jesse puts the ring on Emma's finger and kisses it. Rosario and Woody kiss. Berkeley and Madison kiss. Breslin stands there. Everybody dances while the zombies set off fireworks. Then Woody drives some of them off in a pink Cadillac somewhere. Well, usually this topic's broached before setting out on a trip, but where to? <laughs> Home. Where's that? I guess we're already there. So keep driving. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I feel bad about killing Bill Murray, so here's a random cameo by him. Pretend everyone in it looks the way they did in 2009. <laughs> I'm Al Roker, and this is something on TV. So, Bill Murray, Garfield 3, why? Well, the third movie is always the best. Godfather, Lethal Weapon, Thunderdome, Star Wars, Star Trek, Jaws, Terminator, Rambo, Phantasm, Death Wish, Dark Knight, Toy Story, <laughs> Texas Chainsaw, Home Alone, Poltergeist, Smokey and the Bandit, Back to the Future, Alien, Robocop, Blade... I'm all. <laughs> Ghostbusters 2016. <laughs> Beside me, Sam Jackson's all. Class! <laughs> <laughs> Classic trilogy ending. <laughs> Mr. Murray, could you make a weird sound in your throat like this? 
Al Roker suddenly throws up, so Bill Murray kills him with a chair. Then kills a room full of extras while Caddyshack plays. Then he smiles at us and goes, I hate Mondays. Beside me, Adam Driver yawns. The end. <laughs> you know, a lot of that was just straight up stuff in the movie. I know. That's kind of true, huh? Comedies uh, are hard. You just got to stick to the plot points. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Kelly, one, tell us briefly what's a movie better than this? A movie that's not quite as good. Then give us maybe twenty words about what you thought. Then throw it over to Dingus. Uh, I guess my over is Dead Alive. Uh, it's mm-hmm. my favorite zombie movie. Yeah. And my under. Yeah, okay, that's not doing it right, is it? All right, my. No, no, okay, no. You can my... do it that way. You can totally do it that way. I'm, 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 just, I'm intrigued that Dead Alive is your favorite zombie movie. Well, what's better than that? Weeks Don't later. get me started, Kelly One. Go ahead. Go. Well, we can maybe talk about that in a minute. But go ahead. You hate Dead Alive. Dude. No, no, no. I like Dead Alive. I just think they're way better zombie movies. Not. Okay. Well, my under is. Uh... What's the What's the bunker movie where I broke my foot at? The Divide. Yeah, the Divide. That's my. Zombie Sorry. Ends. Yeah. All right. All right. Aren't there zombies in that? No, but mm, it's a, it's apocalyptic, so it's got that going for it. The worst zombie movie is either one of the post-Snyder of the Deads or, um, I don't know. Trinidad I hate to say Dead. this, but check out some of Romero's last movies. You I know what? Know. Okay, that's actually good. Diary of the Dead is my under. Yeah, yeah. That's lamer than Zombieland Double Tap. <laughs> That's a safe thing to say. So give us in a uh, give us like in one line. What do you think? Give us a brief review and then throw it over to. Dingus. I've read so I read reviews of this and they were all like, "Is this necessary?" And I'm like, "That seems like a dumb way to look at it. Like it's worthwhile." I think it kind of reminded me of the first Zombieland because it's it's relaxed, innocuous fluff that's kind of funny, and they both have lame third acts and with lame female characters. Um, it's like Seinfeld with zombies. It's it's soothing. But uh, I don't know the Bill Murray cameo. Like the first Bill in the first movie, the Bill Murray cameo was like an exciting surprise, and in this, it wasn't that funny. And doing a Garfield joke is your last line of the movie. It's not. Uh, but it's fine. It's uh, there's it's it's acceptable entertainment for the masses. Mm-hmm. I guess I agree with Rotten Tomatoes. I give it a say 58, 60. It's a pleasant diversion. I like the characters. I liked Eisenberg in it a lot. But I feel the, the girls are really underwritten and Woody's character's a little... It's way more awful. than one line, Kelly Wand. Okay, throw it over to Dingus. All right, sorry. Dingus, <laughs> please improve on everything I just said easily. What was that Nazi zombie movie we saw? Dead Snow? No, the one that uh, from J.J. Abrams... Uh, com- oh, company. Overlord. Yeah, Overlord. Oh, right. uh, Overlord. All right, so, um, uh, boy, I was... Bleh. Uh, okay, so under I would put it chapter two because of the uh, dumb pawn shop um, self-referential uh, moment that went on and on. This doesn't have one that goes on and on, but that 2009 joke made me want to punch somebody. Um, Wait, what 2009 uh, joke? Uh, where uh, somebody says, that's so 2009. Oh, oh right, right, right. Or whatever he says. Right, very good. Yep. And she just laughs. And uh, so I, I, this movie just entirely traffics in cliche. That's all it does. Uh, over, I would put um, Shaun of the Dead, which uh, I'm not a huge fan of, uh, but I like just fine. And it has the doppelganger joke 
in that movie right? already. Right. Um, yeah. So I don't know. This this movie is just a retread of a retread. Tom, go ahead. Uh, my over and under are movies that have uh, monster truck shenanigans. Uh, and my over is a movie I actually liked. I didn't. I'm with Dings. I didn't care for this at all. Although there are a couple things I really liked. I want to talk about. Um, but my over is role models because I think at the end of that, isn't there like some monster <laughs> drink? There's like a monster truck with a energy drink branding or something. Uh, at the end. So I remember that, and I like role models. Uh, and my under, which I haven't seen, but I did verify there's a monster truck in it. Uh, surely this is better than Cars 2. Surely it is. Uh, so that's my under, which I have never seen. Uh, good Lord, not only unnecessary, but just, it's just terrible. It wasn't funny, um, and everybody just felt kind of embarrassed to be in it, and it just was so rote. When Dingus says it traffics entirely in cliches, yeah, that's that's pretty much it, Dingus. Yeah. So, yeah. It is on the nose. Two on the nose. I Kelly think... Wand, I, I, you seemed to be kind of tolerant of this, though. You kind of... Um... Yeah, I okay. like some of the lines, and I think you. I mean, I don't know. Like I've read like reviews of it. They're like, "Oh, dumb blonde. That's that's misogynistic." And then there was like in the same review, the girls all, "Oh, and I rewatched Zombieland at the beginning. There's some fat phobia because there's like a fat person when he does his cardio joke. It's like Kelly Wan, don't have don't, dumb blondes. Yeah, don't writing. don't feed into manufactured outrage. Don't give them the the time. I start thing. thinking everyone's like that, but me, and I go, "Oh, I gotta." Push back. So you're right. It's probably like one idiot on the internet. Well, it's just like me, really. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I liked some of it. I liked the middle ditch stuff actually, even though it's like a dumb, obvious joke. But I liked the idea that there's. Well, uh, let's talk I mean, about I've that because the I immediately thing a lot. Well, I immediately in, did think of Shaun of the Dead, like Dingus mentioned, and I normally I'm kind of okay with like aping, but it's like, it, it, and Dingus, you've put it this way before. Don't remind me of a better movie. Like and and especially if I'm not into the movie in the first place, uh, that really bothers me. So even there's there's one point where uh, Emma Stone does a joke about oh she's gonna turn into a and she she makes a, a like zombie impression, but then she says oh not a velociraptor, and I thought back to how really uh. adorable she was in the favorite where she does a little monster face like she does a monster in claws when she first meets Rachel uh, Weisz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, so I immediately was like, oh, this movie is making me wish I could I could be watching The Favorite instead of this. <laughs> so it's that when that whole just rip, riffing on that joke that I, I, I think I've heard. I mean, I don't know if but Shaun of the Dead in, invented it, but that's certainly where I what I associate it with. Like the it, first line. Yeah. yeah. He, I mean, goes, I, he goes, I know you have a lot of zombie ch- choices to make, so thank right. you for choosing zombie. I mean, that's, that's my problem. Is it, it, it's very uh, – it's self-aware in a way that is a problem for me because part of its self-awareness is really thinking that it's funny. Yeah. It's very, it's very self-congratulatory self. and kind of smug about its jokes, and I didn't think they were funny at all, so I just find that even more off-putting. And they're not bold, audacious jokes. They're kind of like, But you know who I really liked in this, and it kind of <laughs> saved the movie? I liked Madison, by the way. I thought she was... Zoe Deutsch was awesome. Was she was my favorite thing about the movie, and she's the reason yeah. I'm glad I saw it. I loved her in this. Yeah, I think she's funny, and I also was surprisingly really enjoying Eisenberg a lot. He was, because I'll tell you, he was spitting out a lot of little throwaways I was kind of enjoying. I think I don't know if he was ad-libbing or not. I've seen, I told you to YouTube that interview he did where um, he's like, he's kind of dissing this hot Univision reporter blogger named Romina 
Yuka, and he has like zero patience for her dumbness or her hotness, and he just destroys her. It's really fucking good. But I really liked his character of this, where I think my favorite line, and I was thinking about it after the movie, which is a sign that I liked the movie more than I wish I'd liked it, is like uh, <laughs> when he's talking to Middle Ditch, and he's all, yeah, I'm, I'm, he's all, hey, you're pretty hard to kill. And then Wiseman goes, yeah, exactly, I'm slippery. I really like that, that like, he's slippery. Why? Am I too easy, please? He, he says we're slippery, actually. Oh, does he? Okay, yeah. Because they're talking about, ah, your sidekick's a nerd, your sidekick's a nerd. But no, I mean, he, eats, he eats, there's some, he for breakfast cereal, he shits the bucket or something. There's some, there's some weird writing in it occasionally. It's, it's not, it's not that good. <laughs> but I chuckled a few times and I kind of liked its energy. And I liked Eisenberg. He was funny, but please continue. I'll shut up. Well, I, I mean, that's part of my problem with it. I mean, you, I don't, I didn't feel, and this is such a subjective thing. It's like whether or not somebody's performance is good. I just didn't feel there was much energy to it, with the exception of Zoe Deutsch. And when Dingus says it traffics entirely in cliches, that was certainly true of the material yeah. given to Zoe Deutsch. But she was super, just enthusiastic and energetic, mm-hmm. and just giving it a hundred and ten percent, and just really committed. Uh, and just charming. I, I, she totally won me over, even though it was some of the weakest material in the movie. I thought, and but I, she wasn't a doppelganger of Emma, so she actually got to be. Well, like but even the doppelganger cook. thing was such a self-contained minor part of the movie, and and she was throughout it. Like, here's another it's a total thing. Total fail too. This movie, like every girl is hung up on a dude or. I mean, I don't think it's uh, this movie has. Yeah, I mean, why would you even bother to apply that test to this movie? Like, that's That's like like racism to Rambo. Exactly right, right. I I just yeah, this is not any sort of movie to look at as some sort of progressive representation of female characters. Uh, Right, simply not what they're doing. It never was. Right. Um, But yeah, but it's still, and neither was Venom. But Venom, I thought, was a laugh riot that I only liked. So I think maybe it's just a Ruben Fleischer thing. I don't think Ruben Fleischer has any voice as a director <laughs> i think he has no, uh, like 30 minutes or what well, he, he did that pizza delivery movie right the bill murray cameo in the first movie are you that guy that doesn't like it i can't remember that i'm not crazy about zombie land but i do like the bill murray cameo because i like okay. bill murray though because I, I really voice. do think i don't i don't think reuben fleischer has any sort of creative expression he just puts what's on it i can't think of any movie he's done he did did he do zombie land yeah. 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 So, uh, Everybody's back. Same writers. Say that's what I wondered about. The same writers. So, uh, Zombieland, Thirty Minutes or Less, uh, Venom, this. What other things has he done? Like Thirty Minutes or Less has a voice too. Like yeah. the guy who's yeah. Uh, all right. It's like I I put it above this actually. But remember the guy who keeps saying that's what she said at the wrong time, and then when he's dying at the end, he gets it right. Like I that's think that's more daughter. writing that's though than voice. direction. Is uh, it? All right. But, well, I don't know. I never know the, how those overlap. Well, and to be fair, it, it's partly what I'm commenting on. is just I remember so little of 30 minutes Visually. or less. And even Venom. Like, Venom, I that <laughs> Venom. just made no Dude. impression on me. Venom's hysterical, I'm telling you. It'll be realized the greatest comedy of the <laughs> teens someday. It's, just, it's hilarious. You kind of ruined it for me when you said you were in the audience and some teens were going, we're not worthy. Like, they were enjoying the... Right, right, yeah. Part they, they, yeah. Well, it's not. That's not good. But yeah, it's. I just feel like this movie's not trying, and uh, I like it the same way that Dingus likes Your Highness. It's just like, <laughs> all right, yeah, I'll, I'll dance to that. Sure, shit. I got nothing better to do for an hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> but you're right. There's no original. There's no like inspiration. Like, oh, 
like everything feels like or like this will it, it feels like an adequate pile of lumber kind of joke like yeah we'll have doppelgangers well if and I'm all not, of it is like you said self-graduatory if i'm not mistaken wasn't this after the first zombie land wasn't there some point in this movie's development hell where they were trying to sell it as a series yeah this feels like characters. rejected material for a sitcom. Like they like oh let's have a pacifist commune episode. Right, exactly. Or let, yeah, let's have the the episode with the blonde or let, I mean it's all just, stitched together. The stitched together just the, the quality of the comedy felt very sitcom to, to me. It's like a Mel Brooks movie. Yeah. 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 Well, I know. You see you hate Mel Brooks <laughs> and I am a Mel Brooks apologist. Um Dingus, but... what's something good about Zombieland Double Tap? Well, uh, first of all, I have to say that Chris Margotson, um, one of our favorite people in the world, as you've already said, uh, agrees with you about Zoe Deutsch. Um, he said the only person he enjoyed was Zoe Deutsch, who I thought was annoy- annoyingly delightful. Yeah. And I was sad when I thought she had turned into a zombie. And I forgot she was in Everybody Wants Some. Yeah, that well, was she, was the, she was kind yeah. of the only meaningful female character in that movie. I remember her from that. Yeah. Well, one of the things I love. Oh, one of the things her. I yeah. One of the things I love about her is how committed she is to her jokes. Whereas, and this is the writing, I think, uh, Emma Stone and Ab- Abigail Breslin, but especially Emma Stone, are just bored by their jokes. I mean, yeah, that's how they they're suck. Written. She doesn't get any good lines. Well, they they're don't ri- good chicks. <laughs> these guys. Well, Kelly they're one, do you think that Zoe Deutsch's lines are good? Because I don't. Um. Not really, but her her just vibrancy and her delivery. Well, that's what Dingus is, is saying, though. Is yeah, that yeah, Emma, I agree with Emma Stone and Abigail Breslin, by comparison, just seemed really bored. But they also get more thankless roles. Like Zoe Deutsch is getting punchlines and they're getting setups. Like Emma Stone's just pissed off the whole movie. That's well, they're character. they're they're designed to look down at their jokes, and that's not funny. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're designed just to be doing them off the cuff. Like, yeah, I know I'm making a joke, and I know you're gonna groan, but I'm groaning too. So nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Right. And Madison never, you never get a sense of Zoe Deutsch, um, nudge, nudge, wink, winking you. She just. <laughs> She just goes for it. That like, uh, what is it? She she calls it the Acropolis. Um, th- she's just she just goes with it, and she's smooth. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even though she's annoying, I like that Chris puts it as annoyingly delightful. I didn't find her annoying at all. I liked everything about. Her. Well, that's I, I mean, she that the, the yeah the joke is that she's supposed to be annoying, but she's really kind of saying. The movie, the movie yeah, they're all a bunch of they're all a bunch of sullen dicks and one right, right, person exactly. enjoying themselves. But also too is regarding the dumb blondness, and this is me doing what you did with Piranha, maybe a little bit. Uh-huh. Like I thought maybe her dumb blondness was like a referendum or a riff at least on it on the two thousand nine ness of it. Like in this universe, we haven't had the woke generate. Like everything's from two. Like all the cliches are ten years older. So it's like, oh, yeah, these are 2009 jokes. Get it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like in a self-aware way, you mean? Like, Yeah. All right. Yeah, no? Well, I, I don't know. I think I you're can... giving it way too much credit for even thinking about it. Like, I, I'm I not like the I'm right. Well, I like the idea, Kelly Wand, of there being an apocalypse so nothing progressive happens, and therefore the sense of humor is frozen into what it was in 2009. Right. But I don't think – I think that's giving the movie a lot of credit for just bad writing. Like – 
I, I like what you're suggesting, though. I do, I do like that as a way to possibly and I don't even salvage. Know, that's the thing is like, what was 2009 humor? Oh, right. dumb blondes, right? Clowns in the 80s. Well, I, I, I don't understand how you don't do anything inventive with 10 years. I mean, or is yeah. it even 10 years in the movie? A development of, of sort of an artistic society, or or some sort of innovation that that starts to happen from the ground up somewhere. Instead, it's just a T1 or a T800. That's it. They're, everybody's just sat around, just sitting around doing idiocracy for 10 years. Even Dingus, just the horrible. relationship among the four main characters. Right. Like, what, yeah, why... they've, been, they've been dating for 10 years, and now he's asking her to marry him. Right. Like I mean, wait, it's, it's, this basically is like the movie. This is the same movie that they would have done the year after Zombieland right. rather than 10 years. So you're absolutely right, Dingus, as far as – not just developing the world, but developing the relationship amongst the main characters. It's, this the, the, this movie has no awareness, except for a couple of token lines, that it's been a 10-year delay. Yeah. The one thing – something that I like about the Zombieland franchise, and I think part of its brand that I consider it – that does make it unique, like both the movies, is the idea that the main characters aren't scared ever of the zombies. Like they just don't give a shit about them. And they act like, eh. Like they're not – Every time they get attacked, they're just like, like they're really good at killing zombies. So I like the idea of that, mm-hmm. as opposed to Walking Dead, where they're just like, oh, no, Walking Dead, they're scared not, nobody's scared of zombies people. anymore in Walking oh, Dead. Zombies have been so thoroughly defanged. But they're not doing Dead. jokes, <laughs> right? These no, it's not a doing comedy. Jokes yeah. and why, they're they're amusing, keeping themselves abused. My issue too here is that I I don't think there's a lot of zombies in this. Like I, um, I think that the there it's really the movie really thinks we're interested in the little love triangle stuff with uh, with Madison and Ugh. and uh, Emma Stone. I, I mean <laughs> the movie thinks that that's what we want to see for ninety minutes and and I, that we want to see them get married. Like oh I hope they they right. they are so good. Yeah, yeah, like, like how are they going to get past this, this ridiculous love triangle? Oh that's that's the real dramatic tension here and not the fact that. You know, there's zombies. <laughs> this is horrible. And Breslin's arc is, oh, Woody's my father figure who's overbearing. But at the end, she's like, ah, oh, fuck this loser Jet X guy or oh, Jet I... Millennial. Go ahead, Dingus. I just, I, I can't stand the idea that they just didn't go for, go for broke as far as the things that could still exist. Instead, we get a a commune. How about what happened to the nuclear submarines? What, what, how, how do we? <laughs> I mean, well, how did the commune even survive without guns? Too. How do we get from continent to continent? Because they did it in years past with boats that are smaller than a house. I mean, there's uh, there has to be somebody who innovates. There has to be something that goes on, or something weird that goes on. And instead, you're right, Tom. This whole you really think all we're interested in is this love triangle? Yeah. I would like to manufacture my own outrage, by the way, and I don't know if this is a fair thing to level <laughs> at the movie, but here's what I was uh, not offended by. Here's what here's what got under a burr that got under my saddle. Um, to me, and and I I mean this in a completely endearing way. Uh, poor little Abigail Breslin will always be that little girl from Little Miss Sunshine, where she's yeah. dancing obliviously on the stage and everyone's jeering at her and making fun of her and, and she doesn't realize that, that, that this isn't what she be, should be doing, like that this is not appropriate for her, this is not what she should be cast in. Like, And I have my issues with Little Miss Sunshine, but I love 
projecting that one scene into the rest of poor little Abigail Breslin's career. And I mean mm-hmm. that sincerely as I love seeing the movies that she gets cast in where she's really not appropriate. And and I don't think she cares or minds or maybe even notices. Um, did you guys know that she was the uh, – what's the girl from Dirty Dancing? Uh, uh, Jennifer Grey. Jennifer Grey. Yeah, she was the dirt, she was recast in, in Dirty Dancing like for an ABC TV movie. She was the Jennifer Grey character. Who was Swayze? Uh, some unknown fella who uh, right. yeah, Wilder. ABC thought was going to totally take off and I'd never heard uh, of him before. Since. All right, Al Gore. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so she may, she also does a lot of horror movies, and the the horror movies are really uh, like Kelly Wand. You've seen Maggie, uh, and, yeah. and in Maggie, she gets kind of thrown under a zombie bus, and it's kind of sad what happens to her character. There, there's a movie called Haunter, which uh, Vincenzo Natale did. It was the thing he just did before in the Tall Grass, which I really liked. Um, called and in Haunter, Abigail Breslin was a teenage girl stuck in like a time loop haunted house. Uh, and it, she she was supposed uh, to carry the whole movie, and I don't think she quite could, but but she tried. Um, is she a Chloe a, Grace Moritz? With well, I I I find her kind of fascinating to watch Grace. because she's not like Zoe, Chloe Moritz Grace. I just I've lost oh. all interest in what she's doing. Uh, but I still like seeing directors giving Abigail Breslin a horror movie. Uh, I do want to recommend one because I think it's it, it's kind of terrible. But the movie has no idea it's terrible. Abigail Breslin has no idea how poorly cast she is in it. They try to make her look like a, a hot blonde seductress. And and again, uh, I, I have nothing but uh, affection for her. Um, and she's terribly miscast in it. So it's a movie called Final Girl. And Final Girl is like Ready or Not meets Hannah, but with <laughs> Wes Bentley as her like combat mentor. Uh, and he trains her to basically get picked up by serial killers so that they think that she's a victim and they chase her through the woods and she turns the tables on them. Uh, and it's terrible. But Abigail Breslin, it's fascinating watching this, this young woman cast in this role. So here's my problem with Zombieland Double Tap. It gets rid of Abigail Breslin, and I think it doesn't know what to do with her, or I feel like it just wanted to get her out of the way so it could play with the three principles and bring in Zoe Deutsch. Yeah. And I just thought that that was a dick move because <laughs> don't she poor little Abigail Breslin, don't kick her out of your dumb movie, idiot. She's in the movie less than Zoe Deutsch by far. I know, and they they, they, they I mean, she literally like leaves the movie for a while, and that was yeah. I, I just was offended for at that. It. So so there's my manufactured outrage. Poor little Abigail Breslin. Is slighted by this dumb movie. But maybe the, she wouldn't have been good if she'd been in it more because they didn't well, write her anything good. I think I think that she's, and I really like kind of the way you put that, even though you call it manufactured. Uh, manufactured I, outrage. Yep. I'm outrage, gonna I'm gonna yeah. angrily tweet about this and get a movement going, Dingus. Virtue signaling. Um, because to me, she she appears to be this actress who is just basically working with one hand tied behind her back and she could do what she wants if she wanted to. I don't, I just don't think she's that interested. Like she, she did that cell phone movie. Uh, the, was it the call, um, with Halle Berry? Uh, and she was pretty good in that. Oh, right. She, and again, poor little Abigail Breslin thrown in the trunk of the car the whole time. Right. Literally. I forgot about that. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So I, the girl, Paul Dano. So I think she can handle stuff. I just don't think she's that interested in it. And the things I've heard about her from the set of 2009, the 2009 version of this movie is that she's just 
a professional. She's really yeah. good. You could talk to her like you talk to an adult. She gets it right away. She 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 shows up on time. She takes care of shit. I mean, but I don't think she's that interested in maybe in acting. <laughs> as weird uh, as that sounds, I don't know. I just maybe she's just not uh, that interested. She uh, she reminds me in a way of a young um, there's a stage actress who I love seeing her in movies I love when she appears uh, and they have a similar round face and sort of pleasantness about them uh, but she reminds me of an actress named Brooke Smith uh, and uh, Brooke Smith is famous for playing the the woman who's kidnapped in Silence oh. of the Lambs who's described as a great big fat person but she's a she's a very accomplished stage actress she just had a phenomenal scene with Caitlin Deaver in a series called Unbelievable um, <clears throat> and so uh, Abigail Breslin reminds me of like a young Brooke Smith and I want to see her career like I want to see her un- her hand untied from behind her back like you say Dingus I want to see her given uh, good material so so not really? zombie land <laughs> not zombie land and if she's going to be in it by golly let her be in the whole damn thing um yeah. but for me the worst written character which was weird to me mm-hmm. in my opinion was mm-hmm. woody i thought i thought woody was written like shit like he can't drive a monster truck he doesn't get any good lines he dresses as elvis he gets resort like nothing he does i remember liking his character in the first movie too and him saying and acting a certain way like he was kind of like han solo and this was more like jedi han solo where he's well, yeah, very good yeah they, trips they, they... over shit in the first one, they set him as a as a foil to like that. like yeah. um, uh, Jesse Eisenberg was a nebbish and ineffectual, and he was the accomplished badass, and right. all of that seemed to kind of go out the window here. He's not a badass in this at all. Right, right, exactly, yeah. Um, so at the end, he gives up, and Rosario has to bail him out, and Breslin has to bail him out, which is, I guess, is their way of going. See, we've got great female characters. <laughs> they get to shoot things. Uh, I was. Things. I was told that uh, Cory Booker is dating Rosario Dawson. I normally don't follow that sort of thing. Uh, I do. And, well, I, I, I do now, and I, I think that's also kind of its own adorable. But when I was told that, and I've had this issue for a long time, I think I've finally gotten over it in the last, I don't know, five years. But when I was told that, I was confusing Rosario Dawson and Rose McGowan. So I was picturing <laughs> Cory Booker dating, dating Rose McGowan, Colors. thinking there is no way. How could he possibly? That's insane. No one's ever gotten those two mixed up except you. I guarantee it. Well, they have – One's pale. Never mind. Well, they have – They both both their names start with an R. Yeah. Um, and an O. And an they, S. Right? They share some of the same vowels, right? That's it. Yeah, but the last names are nothing. They've more. both played very sexy women. Sure. Um, so I you like can see both. my confusion. <laughs> um, and they were both. Oh no! You know, you know what? You know who else? I, and and this is is kind of a triumvirate of people that I've confused. The one I really confused with Rosario Dawson is Paula Patton. That you can understand, right? Yeah, but I wish I had your problems. <laughs> It'd be great. Fans of both their work. They're the regular Eisenberg and Michael Sarah of hot. Oh, ladies. very good. Kelly Wan, perfect. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. From the. From the. Uh, down under, <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I even her role's thankless because she just gets to be Woody's Ugh, right. seat, effortless love interest, who's super into Elvis. That's her character. And see Take the driveway. <laughs> Kelly Wan, the driveway represents her vagina. Get it? Yeah, see, yeah. that's the joke. Driveway, you see. So when Luke Wilson drives into it, and right. Crashes, 
Woody's car. Yeah, and she's like, you can't park in my driveway anymore. See, that's humor, Kelly Wan. That's, that's how you write just jokes. I drove an ice cream truck all the way to the same direction they were going. Uh, I think, do you guys have a favorite line? Could you do that? Dingus, could you give us a favorite line from this? Um, I know it's I, tough. I don't know. I guess it was so sad when the Acropolis struck. <laughs> I like when Emma Stone says something of Eisenberg, and he goes, Oh, and then she goes, you're smart. You'll figure it out. Oh, yeah, yeah. About the where she's confessing that I didn't just come back for guns and ammo. Yeah. Right. And then she drags out out, and then Madison shows up in the ice cream truck. So she next shot. So I thought, oh, she's having to say that line a certain way. It's a what the line. Uh, my favorite line would be – there's a pair, a pair of them, but they're basically the same thing. Uh, Madison not being able to say Tallahassee and calling him Sally Sally and uh, Salty Taffy. Yeah, I like Salty Taffy. <laughs> it reminded me of Kat Denning uh, calling Mjolnir Meow Meow. So. <laughs> and See, fact, that was probably improvised. There's a, there's a Thor joke in this movie too. Um, Is it something to do with the hammer? Yeah, he calls him Thor. Oh, oh, that's another Thor joke, Dingus, is a reference, which is exactly classic Zombieland double tap. <laughs> classic double tap. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I almost liked the, the line um, about him becoming a brave little toaster. And then it's immediately subverted because he can't decide which joke he's going to use. So he does a Lenny and the Rabbits joke immediately following. Right. Make a, make a choice on your joke. Right. <laughs> uh, don't stack them like Jenga. Uh, yeah. here, I, here, this line uh, is, I think, the movie in a nutshell. Uh, this is going to be a long drive. Because that's uh, one of the characters kind of like disparagingly talking about how they're all annoying to each other and to us, the audience. I'm like, yeah, you said it. And he says it twice. Yeah. Uh, and they're doing it to go get another annoying character who left them voluntarily after they both left them voluntarily. That's, I don't – okay. The plot here's of this line, doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but all right. Here, here's that's, the line they actually wrote for poor little Abigail Breslin. Quote, I'm late for my drum circle, end quote. Because you see, <laughs> she's at like a hippie commune uh, situation, you see. So they have they have drum circles there. That's that's hilarious. And and it's a scheduled drum circle. And she's late for it. Oh, for didn't fun's you, sake. Didn't you think the Donkey Kong line was funny? You guys are video gamers. What's the Donkey Kong line? When he uh, is running up the stairs, when Woody Harrelson is, and he uses a barrel on the stairs. <gasps> I didn't get that. Oh. Very good, Dingus. We need Dingus to catch video game jokes for us. <laughs> we do. He's like a fly trap. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, something. Oh, I liked the Portis Shed stuff because it was sitting very random. But they oh, did it in so the did... first movie, and they kind of did it well in the first movie. The, the, the road trip montage, yeah. Do you guys oh. remember that? No. I don't remember it. And I, I just watched it this up. week. What, what's the what's the Portishead Portishead uh, joke in that? Yeah, Tom. Oh, do you mean that? Well, do you mean the the actual specific joke or the the road trip montage? Because that I was one remember. joke in a road trip montage. They did it, and I seem to recall it was drawn out more, and there were actually funny lines in it in uh, the first movie. Oh, okay, all right, yeah. But just this idea of, okay, we've got four interesting characters in a car. 
they're driving a long time. Let's just shoot some short interactions. We can mix up who's sitting in the front seat talking and what the different people in the back seat are doing. And let's make a montage out of it. And it was kind of clever the first time. And here it just felt kind of obligatory. You know what's kind of lame is the Homer dumb zombie. Every time it's the same joke where he's trying to catch a fly. Well, and as Dingus pointed out, too, they do nothing with that whole concept. No. Really. Or the yeah. T-800s. Right, exactly. Really How are those any different than out. other zombies? Right. Yeah, yeah they don't. How does nobody really talk about the T-1000? I mean, come on. Uh, by the it's way, 2009. Uh, the other writer in her we have is Sam Vidovich, who agrees or who liked the Portishead joke. Mm-hmm. See? Um, and he liked Eisenberg's back and forth with this copycat play by Thomas Middleditch. But overall, he didn't like it because um, when the original came out, he was like, I think he says he was in a punk phase uh in high school and the other funny zombie movie Shaun of the dead was a good zombie movie yeah that's the thing is it's tough yeah. when you make like one zombie comedy that's as competent as Shaun of the dead like eh, it's, uh what's well, like zombie land if i remember right when it came out no one gave a shit about it and then we all saw it went oh that's better than we thought like we saw the trailers went, oh, zombie movie. and then right. it was like oh this is cute it's cute that's i hate the word but the zombie movies are cute movies. Mm. I would give, I would maybe give the first movie that. This one ingratiating. Not cute adorable. even. Come on. I would use ingratiating. Uh, Zoe Deutsch. Dude, she's cute. She's cute. It's, so she's a cutie. It's interesting that you say that it was that it was intended. Did you say it was intended to be a television series? I thought I heard at some point yeah, that they I were trying that. to float it as a TV series, and I think this was mainly the writers with oh. different cast. Not with... Oh, I didn't realize that. I mean, that makes sense, because, yeah, yeah. But maybe Zoe Deutsch was a TV concept. It um, does have that kind of the dumb veneer of blandness to it that, that that a bad television show would have. Right, yeah, exactly. Like, that, like, they're making it where they could adapt it to whatever network might pick them up, which is kind of a problem when you're selling a TV show. The different networks weird. want different the... things, you know. Go ahead. The TV stuff that gets movies is always a really weird, like Entourage and X Files. Well, those are Twin things Peaks. I think where they where they're taking advantage of digital streaming, and they know that if they put together a package like a feature length thing, uh, that I, Entourage and X Files movies I don't think would have happened twenty years ago. Uh, uh. Okay. But that's, it that's seems the weird you would want to make box office and be judged by an even harsher yardstick. Well, no, no. Like what what you years. do is it's like it's like Sex in the City, Kelly Wan, Is what you do is you put it ah, together cheaply and right. you can you assume that the built-in fan base will turn out for it, and you're basically uh, just did, selling uh, yeah. them something because you know, yeah, they're obviously going to see it. Um, so so sex you just in make the it city is the reason you make it cheaper than the number of people multiplied by the box office that, that they would pay. And there you go, solid math for a TV movie. Yeah. Those well, Sex how, in the City moms will love this Entourage movie. How old is Walking Dead? Uh, ten seasons now, Dingus. So yeah, it's ten years now. Yeah. So it came out. Would the comic have existed in Jesse's two thousand nine? Yes, or yes, did, because it will. So if Walking walk- Dead started in two thousand nine, the comics. Obviously predated that by by several. So there's years. no TV show in the Zombieland universe called Walk. Ah, very good, Kelly. One, yep. Book. I think that's true. Oh, and yeah. I also read that Emma Stone wanted. You'll love this, Tom. She mm-hmm. wanted a Walking Dead crossover with characters from Walking Dead. So well, there. I, the reason I asked the question is I was wondering if if 
the idea of developing it as a television series was a reaction oh. one way or the other. Yeah, because Walking Dead had tremendous ratings. Like, it was the biggest thing on AMC for – did Breaking Black – I think it even eclipsed Breaking Bad. But, yeah, so Dingus, that's I, – I don't doubt that that was part of it. Is they're like, yeah, uh, if Walking Dead can do it, we'll we'll do it with our zombie Rick mythology. Rick Grimes movies. Yeah. But El Camino's good. So, so somebody thought a funny version of Walking Dead, we could really strike gold with that. Well, no, because no one picked it up. The writers thought, hey, we really want someone to pay us to write a, to write a script. No yeah. one's biting at a feature film. Let's go talk to TV executives. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then what happened? And then nothing. And then eventually they, they – I guess I, – I don't know what they've written in the interim. I'm sure something. Uh, but then eventually but I like, happened. I guess um, I'm giving this movie maybe more credit than it deserves because I was kind of impressed they actually made it. Like they got the same cast <laughs> – I know it exists. A A plus for effort. Like <laughs> they got Emma Stone. Like they all. It's kind of like I'm touched by the labor of love that went into it. Like oh, they really Kelly wanted to it. make it. That's it's so cute, sweet, touching. It? Yeah, like let's all get let's get the band. You back you together, have affection. Bro. You have affection for this franchise the way that I have affection for poor little Abigail Breslin. Yeah, it is exactly the same. <laughs> Except and in meanwhile, my case, it's Dingus more has to sit there with his arms crossed and be bored. I feel bad for poor Dingus. <laughs> well, I think that's the Dingus's function. We put him through all these fucking midsummers and hereditaries. <laughs> but both me Joker. And, and Sam. Sam Vidovich says, thanks for making me sit through this stinker. Uh, he said it wasn't bad. Yeah. It was just boring. Yeah. It's so, fine. It so, is what it is. <laughs> so he has some demands of us, actually. Uh -oh. Yes. Ah, Sam, bring it. Uh, so Sam demands at least one of these three movies that we owe him. Mm -hmm. uh, uncut Gems. Oh, please, as if we're not going to. So Sam, that's a terrible reparation. That's like saying as a reparation, uh, here, let me let you watch an let me let you watch an awesome movie. No, that Sam, that's a terrible demand. We're totally going to do that. Uncut Gems, Dingus, is – did you ever see Good Time with Robert Pattinson? No. <laughs> All right, so you probably don't know who the Safdie brothers are. They're super uh, indie, kind of uh, just really gritty indie filmmakers. They're brothers, and they did a movie called Good Time with Robert Pattinson, which is super Tom Chick and Kelly Wand. I'm not sure it's uh, Dingus, but you should totally see it uh, because they've got Adam Sandler for something called Uncut Gems, which is coming out uh, in mid-December, I think. So, Sam, it's a terrible demand if it's something we wanted to do anyway. What are his other two demands? Uh, Parasite. <laughs> I'm interested. Yeah, I want to. That's not. It's not what you think, Kelly. Wand. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I know. I thought it was, and then I saw it wasn't. Like, oh well. It's still called Parasite. I like all things called Parasite. The Ramsey Campbell novel. It's never. And nothing's Sam, ever gone wrong. Sam's other choice is The Lighthouse. Well. Well. Right. That's yeah. where this is going. Well, he's his demands will be met because we support his support. He'll be proud of what we choose. In fact, because of him writing that, I say we do the lighthouse. We make the listener happy, Tom. Damn it. Kelly, you almost started to lapse into a little Kyle Chandler. I'm looking forward to hearing that later in the podcast. No. But, uh, no, I, I rushed out to Lighthouse the, the <laughs> night it opened. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk Lighthouse at some point. And same with Midsummer. Like, I, th those guys, whatever they do, I want to be their uh, opening night. Okay. I want to do Jojo Rabbit, too. Taiko Waititi. Sure. We've got – we've – it's an embarrassment of riches, frankly. Embarrassment of riches. Yeah. Well said, Tom. So with that, all that said, Kelly Wand, which one should we do next week? Why don't you tell the listeners? Next week, let's do none of them since <laughs> Terminator comes out and 
50 other movies that we haven't done yet. So let's take a break from the log jam that we're, we should be doing and do something stupid called the 3x3 three three Best Bullies in Movies that Kelly Wan came up with to, as a Halloween-themed topic, obviously. Uh, trick tell the listeners are always yeah. getting beaten up. Oh. How can the listeners participate in this? Do you enjoy watching people get bullied in movies and want to support <laughs> the bully characters better and think of three of them? Well, then write all three on an index card and then email the contents of that index card to 3x3 at quarter3.com. And uh, I'll read it with this level of competence on the air. Real quick, Kelly, right. I, I, I need to ask you right. something real quick. So, Dingus, you know in uh, in a lot of anime, it's set in, like, high schools? Uh, there are probably, like, a lot of bullies. Like, do you no, have... It's not tolerated I, over there. Yeah, I don't want you to tell me, Dingus, but I just... Have you been, like, considering a lot of anime for your 3x3 for bullies? I have. I just have trouble with some of the pronunciation, so I need help with that. Yeah, yeah. I hope that people are super specific about the names of the characters if they mm-hmm. do come up with anime, because that's something that I'm being really careful about when I look at my 3x3 anime bullies. They're so. all just named Butch, if I remember right, so it shouldn't be a problem. Well, maybe find we'll find out, bullies. Kelly Wand. Yeah. I feel like white people have got cornered the market on bullies, and so there's very little anime bullies left over, because white people are just natural bullies. Right? Oh. We'll see oh, you next week. Oh, uh, I just remembered that this is totally random, but the role model's drink is called Minotaur. <laughs> oh! Speaking of bullies. <laughs> oh. That is perfect. Dingus, I'm so glad you thought of that. Dingus, that's the perfect bookend for this podcast. <laughs> with that, we bid you adieu. I am Tom Chick. I have been here with Christian Murkowski. Uh, it's Christian Murkowski. And Kelly Wand. Warner Brothers was all, hmm, Eisenberg for Luther. Well, he does have his hair. Friday night, I'm going nowhere. All the lights are changing, green to red. Turning over TV stations, situations running through my head. Looking back through time, you know it's clear that I've been blind. I've been a Open up my heart to all that jealousy, that bitterness, that ridicule. And if you want it, all those good third installments in movies Thor Ragnarok, Skyfall, Friday the 13th, and Rocky 3's got Mr. T. I prefer that we be more capable and prepared than lucky. Observation, reflection, faith, and determination. In this way, we may navigate the path as it unfolds before us. All right, and we have, what, eight more recharge cycles to go before we get to Aurigai 6? Is that a question, yes, sir? Yes, Walter, that's a question. That is correct. Dingus, I want you to promise me that if I get turned into a zombie, you'll bite me. <laughs> keep, keep your tits dry. That's where I want you to do it, but I'll draw a map the night before on my body. My first eight choice is after my tits, Dingus, because I love you like a sister, butter tush. <laughs> Smell these. Not so long.